Welcome to Married to History, where we try to be informative, entertaining, and family-friendly. Aloha! I'm Christopher. I'm doing this episode with my eyes closed because I know exactly what I'm going to say off the top of my head. No, that's not well. Right. <laughs> what does uh, the script say, honey? The script says that I have a fancy piece of paper on my wall that says that I know more about history than most people do. And yes, my eyes are still closed. I don't need to see anything. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. I'm this would Shirley. Be really cool if you're going to ask me a question about <laughs> blind people in history today. <laughs> you don't get to dictate the topic. <laughs> Ray Charles was a good one. I'm Shirley. I'm a homeschool mom that relies on good curriculum, Christopher, and Google to teach our kids history. Since when is Google a musical? They're not all musicals. Haven't they been? I've been through the list twice now, and, and not all, all of them musicals? are musicals. I love how you pay attention to me. I'm sorry. When were you born? <laughs> You're very Was it before the 50s or after the 50s? After the 50s. Oh, well, then why, why, you shouldn't be surprised. That is fair. Before we get into our episode, let's take a minute to talk about something from a past episode. It's important to keep in mind that Shirley doesn't warn me about our topic beforehand. Well, wait a second, what are we going to be talking about? I mean, we just did an episode. What could we have possibly learned in five <laughs> minutes space from that episode to this? True. This was just another listener email from Andy. Oh, okay. So this wasn't a correction. Um, this was... He can't correct me. I know more than him. Do you, though? About He's a... history. <laughs> All right, so this is what... Um, I'll yield. He probably knows linguistics better than I do. I'm <laughs> sure he can speak Latin better than I do, because after all, he had a whole year in high school more than I did in high school. Yeah. All right, so this is something that he wrote in after listening to our communism episodes. You know, we've done a lot of communism episodes. <laughs> we had, like, one about the Iron Curtain, one about Korea, one about... We had what about the Berlin Wall? Like... Communism is, is without a doubt, one of the most significant developments or influences of world history yeah. for the past century. Yeah. Or from, from the, for the whole of the 1900s, and I dare say still into today. Right. So let me read what he wrote. My daughter had a paper on Stalin's communism versus Hitler's socialism. It was supposed to be a compare and contrast, but the only contrast we could find was that Nazism was mm -hmm. nationalist, yeah. while communism was global. And that communism said the state owned the means of production, while in Nazi fascism, private owners, in theory, held the production. But of course, failure to please the state meant you'd be replaced as owner. So functionally, it ended up similar. State control of production. Is that correct? I'm not inclined to say that it is incorrect. There are a couple of things that I would uh, like change or... ever so slightly. Okay. So um, as to the, the private property and the nationalism thing, so yes, that's right. The, the private property or private citizens, private companies still own their property. Mm -hmm. But the, the goal of uh, national socialism, particularly mm -hmm. in the way that Hitler envisioned it, was that but everything goes to the benefit of the nation, goes to the benefit mm -hmm. of the state. So yes, you are a private owner. You have private industry, private means of production, but you should still be using your private whatever uh -huh. to the benefit benefit for the benefit of the state right so yes that's a he, he ever kind so, of said that it's an ever so slight variation on uh what uh what uh, he said that she said yeah so yeah so i w i wouldn't outright disagree with it 
Um, and then uh, kind of an added thing to this is uh, something that a lot of people tend to get wrong. So yes, national socialism, communism, very much alike. The big, the big thing, the big reason why Hitler, why the national socialists did not like communism, mm -hmm. was entirely about, as he cited right there, was that national issue. Mm -hmm. Again, national socialism, everything is for the benefit of the nation, not for humanity in general or right. anything to that nature. And particularly at that time. Communism was not viewed, even though the communism and socialism had kind of the same goings, the, the mm -hmm. governments of Stalin and Hitler, very similar, but communism was viewed at the time as being loyal to Moscow, not uh -huh. to the idea of communism, uh -huh. but being loyal to Moscow or loyal to Russia. Yeah. Thus, it has to be, no matter how much alike it is, it has to be an enemy of national socialism because mm. Moscow is not the German nation or any nation that practices national socialism, right. unless it was the U USSR or Russia, mm -hmm. cannot have its loyalty to Moscow. So right. I think- it So it's it's literally just Russia versus Germany. Think think about it like two different. Uh, think about it like two soccer teams. Uh -huh. The both teams are appealing to the same group of players, but one particular team is the. Um, oh, okay, maybe this is not the best example. So, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Uh, I, it was working in my head before I started speaking. <laughs> so okay, two different soccer teams. They're courting the exact same type of players, mm -hmm. and these players are all friends. Like they know each other. They've been. They they should. They've there's no reason why together. they shouldn't be getting along together. Okay. But once they choose their individual teams, now all of a sudden, hey doesn't matter that you're the best man at my wedding doesn't matter that i was there at your kids bar mitzvah doesn't mm -hmm. matter that uh i performed the ceremony at your wedding or that hey we all graduated from the same mm -hmm. class at the same school together you went to moscow to play you were the enemy but see and the, but they're all playing soccer mm -hmm. they're not so different yes you know that, and I know that, and at heart, even they all know that. Mm -hmm. But when game time comes a calling, yeah. no. Yeah. If I look at you as my friend and neighbor, well, then I'm gonna lose to you. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and I know we've talked about this at length yes. before. It's just still one of those things that I, I don't think I'll ever get the difference between Nazism and communism because they're not so different. They're just not, They're right? Not, That's no. what I'm learning. So, so um, once upon a time, I came, I don't know if I boast this before, once upon a time, I came up with a theory. So you've heard of left wing and right wing before, yeah? Yet. like a spectrum. All right, so yes, the, the, it's always laid out like a line, as uh -huh. many things are, two-dimensional. Two you have your extreme rights and your extreme mm -hmm. left. And I once came up with a theory that, okay, I think that linear idea is wrong. I think instead it should be a circle because mm -hmm. no matter how far to the right you go or how far to the left you go, eventually both extremes are going to end up in the exact same place. Yeah. Having the exact same uh, practices, the yeah. exact same goals, just with uh, possibly the argument of an ever so slightly different philosophy. Right. And so in this case, Stalin communism and uh, National Socialism in Germany would uh -huh. be an excellent example of that. Supposedly, by the world standards, National Socialism in Germany is uh, extreme right. Mm -hmm. Social uh, Stalin communism is an extreme left. But you They're see so that similar. they came back to in, in practice. They were practically the same thing, with an ever so slight difference in philosophy between the two of them. Right. Maybe different philosophies or ideals got them there, but they still ended up with all the negative things mm -hmm. that were the same. Yeah. The dictatorship, the suffering of the people. Mm -hmm. And this is also the one of the violence. reasons why I've written so. 
you've heard this, I'm sure, because most everybody talks about this. Nazis are often referred to as a right-wing organization. Uh-huh. They're compared to the right. Whenever um, conservatives today are being criticized or attacked or whatever the yeah. reason, they're often being called Nazis. Right. And I never liked that because I really struggle with that. So, to in my, I know that I know all things. <laughs> oh, sure. I know that I'm an you? expert on all Do things. You? But Are in you? knowing that, okay, there's a, a smidgen of details out there that oh, maybe I don't have. Uh, uh, it's never made sense to me to view the Nazis as a right wing organization. Mm-hmm. First off, they were not the conservatives. National mm-hmm. Socialism is not a conservative form of government. The only thing that I see. Mm-hmm. that the Nazis practice that really goes along with the right-wing idealism uh-huh. is the military element. Notoriously mm-hmm. throughout history, the military has always been a conservative entity, has always right. been a right-wing entity. And so because the not- National Socialism, and particularly um, when mixed with fascism, because fascism had a high militaristic uh-huh. feature to it, when those two mix together, that is to in my uh, in my opinion the only anchor that really can mm-hmm. justify saying that the Nazis were a right ring organization if it hadn't been mm-hmm. for that fascist element then they would be without a doubt i think a viewed as a left wing organization okay but here's what muddies it further because modern day nazis neo nazis mm-hmm. in the US mm-hmm. They are coming from the right-wing, conservative, extreme conservative, extreme Republican viewpoint. Today's neo-Nazis are, they're proclaiming themselves to be pro-Hitler Nazism Mm -hmm. and pro-extreme conservatism. So it's it's today's neo-Nazis who have solidified that idea that Nazism is a right-wing thing because they are marrying the two. And this would be a part where I fail because I don't study enough about modern-day Nazism Because it's past 1950s. Then that and also because I think they're fools, so I'm not going to pay any attention to them. Mm-hmm. So I, without any direct studies them, my first inclination would be, okay, well, so I, to the mm-hmm. best of my knowledge, okay, the Nazis of today have the racism down, mm-hmm. but what else? Do they actually advocate for, do they practice, do they encourage national socialism? Mm-hmm. Or have they just, have they just as an anchor again, have they just yeah. anchored onto the racism parts and maybe even the military parts? Yeah. And that's what they hold to. So, like, I, I've heard I don't that know they, enough about it. I've that heard that sense. they want the white man back in charge and whatnot. Yeah. But I don't, nothing that I've heard from them, to my mind, screams national socialism to me. I, I know, know. They de- there's definitely an element of nationalism in there, because I know that several of these right green groups are proud to be Americans, but I would hope that we can be proud to be Americans and not be, <laughs> not, not, or, 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 that we can be proud to be Americans and not be considered national socialists. But, but I, you I don't take think it to an extreme. I don't think there's, a, there's anything wrong in nationalism, but yes, it can be taken to an extreme. All right. So, okay, so then I would say that, all right, the, to, in my limited experience, modern Nazis today have maybe the militarist a- aspect mm-hmm. to it. They definitely have the nationalism aspect mm-hmm. to it, and they definitely have the racism aspect uh-huh. to it. But do they have the socialism aspect to I them? I don't know. I don't know. So now I'm ever so slightly curious, but not curious enough that I'm actually going to well, put that up. Well, you got to be careful what you Google, because you might get on a list. You are a white man, after all. I am a white man, after all, and, I, <laughs> and yes, the company that I work for, the last thing I need to know is I, I run into this stuff, because I'm a history teacher, so every now and then I'm yeah. on my work computer, I'm looking up something historical, yep. and I'm thinking, all right, what are the odds that the is going to be saying, hey, what are you looking up this for? And I'm like, 
I'm, I'm teaching history. I got to know this stuff so that I can teach my students about this. I'm not looking up Mein Kampf because I believe the so, things he says. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking not, it up so I can teach why it's bad. I'm not, I'm not looking up scantily clad pictures of Nazis. I'm just looking up pictures of Nazis so that I can put oh them God. on the display. All right. Well, let's get into our regular topic today. Okay, our regular topic? That was not We the have top- regular we, topics? I've, Do you well, mean the main topic? Is that what you meant to say? The primary topic? topic? Let's move on is okay. what I'm saying. I, say, I thought the regular topic was you infuriating me. Well, every day. <laughs> and I love you. Sometimes. There are moments. All right. Sorry. You had... Uh, sorry, I, I have a question, honey. What kind of question, honey? <laughs> I want to know... I said what kind of question, honey? That... It's it's not a history question. What? It's a mythology question. Oh, okay. New tech. I like this. Because who is that? So, based on the fact that he is holding a helmet, I'm going to go with that as Achilles holding Hector's helmet instead of that being Hector. You put him on your poster of your favorite historical figures. He's, I named he's a myth. him on my I named him on my history. You're the one that picked that picture of him. I asked you for a list so I could find pictures. Okay. Well, and that's that's why I'm saying that. Oh, okay, so that is Achilles. <laughs> that's Achilles. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, th- I thought you were about to drop it on me that oh I got it wrong and I should be embarrassed because that's the picture I chose. That's the picture no, I chose. No. No. Okay. That's Achilles. So yes, that is Achilles. You call him a historical figure. Yes. He's a myth. We don't know that. He's supposedly immortal, honey. That's not historical. He's not supposedly immortal. He dies. We know Almost he dies. Almost immortal. Only his Achilles heel was not immortal. I would argue that President Biden is almost immortal or else the man would be dead already. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's not the same. Did President Biden's Isn't mother that the same? Have dip you, him Did you into... see somebody shoot him in the ankle? No, I'm not advocating. I am not in any way, shape, or form advocating for shooting presidents or anybody for that matter with arrows in their heels. I do not want anybody come knocking on my door. What did we just say about getting put on a list? <laughs> Okay, so why is Achilles on your list of favorite historical figures? All right, so even if Achilles does turn out to be a completely 100% uh-huh. fictitious, never lived, uh-huh. not based on anybody in reality person, that would put him still in the lines of Gilgamesh. He still, True. his character, if nothing else, still plays an important role in history okay. as far as its influence, the type of man he was, the people that were inspired by him, that wanted to be him or be the next him, be like him. It's mm-hmm. very much like athletes today. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the, I'm going to pick on Dwayne Johnson right now because he's the first one to come into my mind. The Rock. How many kids out there want to be the next rock want to be mm. the rock want to be the big strong superstar fast lightning everything about him is amazing mm-hmm. uh, i was always a bigger fan of bret hart in in my day i, I miss i know him. nothing about wrestling I, and I, I, I miss him he he was the one that i remember as a kid that i wanted to mm. be like i wanted to be the next bret hart I, yeah I, I even was cool with wearing pink because i loved bret hart so much you wore pink no, I never wore pink, but no, I was okay he, with it. He did. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. All, all of his outfits were a mixture of pink, white, and black. Good. And uh, so, some of the better ones, I think, were the ones where he had more pink and less black. Oh, well, good. Colors yeah, aren't changed. Actually, yeah, more pink, less white. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he, he had lots of different outfits. But Got yeah, so it. He, you he, liked him. He was my favorite. He was the one that I, I always wanted to get, get to meet. So, mm-hmm. yes. So, so Achilles is like that. Even if he's fictitious... He still inspired people, and he continues to inspire people today. Uh-huh. His story is still known and read today because it's still applicable. People still want glory. 
They still want to be the best. They still want mm-hmm. to be renowned. They still want to be able to uh, outsmart or to defeat their competitors, mm-hmm. whatever the field of battle, be it politics, economics, religion, whatever they've chosen. Yeah. They still want to do that. They still want to have that glory, and they still want to be immortal, and they still get scared mm-hmm. of what if somebody does find my ankle. We yeah. were talking about uh, Hitler and Stalin not all that long ago. Yeah. One thing that's popular with a lot of dictators throughout history is they kill the people closest to them, the right-hand mm. men or whatnot, usually out of fear that those guys know where my... I said ankle. Those guys know where my yeah. heel is. Yeah. Well, yeah, ankle, heel. Close enough. <laughs> I, I doubt that our medical listeners would be agreeing with us. Our, our son, who wants to become a doctor, if he listens to this, he might be slapping us when he's listening to this in real They're time. They're not the same! <laughs> Has the sun go, the knee bone's connected to the jaw bone, jaw yes. bone's connected to the elbow, humerus, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, there's a show I remember seeing, a very, very funny bit where uh, mm. they, they, they had to, uh, they were uh, impersonating football players, so uh-huh. they had to beat up, or, no, I think they chloroformed the football players to what? get out on the field, and uh, but everybody was going to know that, hey, you're not really the guy, so uh, they put the sun visor down, and they pretended like they bandaged up his jaw or whatnot, uh-huh. and the, when the coach sees it, like, I thought it was his ankle, and the guy who's the, who's there supporting the idea is like, oh, you know, well, the, the ankle bone's connected to the, the jaw bone and all that, he just kind of does the song and dance. <laughs> oh it was a very hilarious bit. I, I, I enjoyed that book. Nice. Very much. Nice. uh, The show was early edition. That was a good show. I missed that show. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. All right. Anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking about Achilles. Achilles. Oh, okay. So, did I answer your question? Was there more to it? Well, tell me more about Achilles. So, he was. So, Achilles is. Battle of Troy. Arguably, Achilles is the greatest superhero, if you will, or the greatest man. Gilgamesh was the great superhero. Are you going to let me finish? Yes. Arguably, Achilles is the greatest superhero or man in Greek culture. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I, I say arguably because there are, I think, people out there who would claim that, no, Alexander beat him. Alexander certainly, mm. wanted, if not wanting to beat Achilles, wanted to be the next Achilles. Okay. Um, Odysseus is another super awesome guy that comes out in this story, as is Hector. But um, in the famous battle, Achilles and Hector... The story of the the Iliad Mm -hmm. is practically the the cornerstone, the foundation uh, writing that uh, that establishes the the foundation of Western society, of Western culture. Okay. So Western culture is based off of Greek ideas, and among those things are Greek stories and whatnot. Yeah. So the the tale of the Iliad and the Odyssey is our our canon, our foundation parts to Western society. Okay. And so the Iliad is the story of Achilles. Um, specifically, it's the story about the war with Troy, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Trojan War, and one of the main features of the Iliad is Achilles and his battle with Hector. Achilles is the Greeks' champion. Hector is the Trojans' champion. Okay. If I remember correctly, uh, Hector has defeated several of Greece. Or, uh, to set up the backstory, this is the war that launched a thousand ships. Uh, all of Greece. Uh, They're uni- all fighting over a girl. United. Right? Uh, or I'm using air quotes. They're united under Agamemnon. sail to go get uh, his brother's wife back who's been kidnapped or who ran of her own free will to Troy. Uh So um, in the the war, Hector, the Trojan champion, has defeated several, I believe, elite Greeks. I don't remember all their names. Um, And so finally, Achilles comes forward to Mm -hmm. challenge Hector. They have their epic fight. Achilles wins this battle, and he famously, uh, if I remember correctly, he famously takes Hector's helmet and uh, ties Hector's body to the back of his chariot and rides around Gosh. the camp 
waving the helmet around and dragging Hector's body around as his trophies of victory. Gross. So, yes, he, he, Achilles is the the ultimate, the the epic warrior. Mm-hmm. I was very fond of the movie that Brad Pitt made. I'm not a huge fan of Brad Pitt, yeah. but I was very fond of the movie that they made Troy with him playing Achilles in it. Because uh, yeah, right. and that's just what he was. Achilles is the Greek Superman. Achilles is the Greek Gilgamesh, though he wasn't actually a king. So maybe Odysseus was the Greek Gilgamesh. And, <laughs> but Achilles, okay. is, it's it's the superhero concept. We got understand it. that superhero concept, that manly man. That again, we still got today with like professional athletes. And like I said, and he still deals with things that we deal with. That idea of being great, that be, idea of being recognized, being the best at something, about uh, overcoming obstacles, defeating your enemies, succeeding, and still again that very important part: the fear of death, or the, the two fears actually: the fear of dying ignominiously, in other words, having not accomplished all those great things, uh-huh. and then just the fear of dying in either case, because either way, eventually, it's going to end. Right. So the story, uh, for those who aren't familiar with it, famously of Achilles, is that um, his mother washed him in a, I think it was a special fountain. I don't remember exactly. There was something unique, special about the water. It was something unique about the water. I don't remember if it was the fountain or the river or a pond or whatever he was bathed in. But when she was bathing him in this water, she held him by his heel. And that's Mm -hmm. why the heel, having not been washed with this magic water, was his only vulnerability. And Paris, who I don't know for sure if he was Hector's brother, but in some of the tellings of the story, he's uh-huh. Hector's brother. Uh, Paris, who was um, the guy who stole Helen and brought her back to Troy, either willingly or unwillingly. Yeah. I believe he's the one that gets credit for killing Achilles. I know that's how they did it in the movie and other adaptations I've seen. That's how it's done. Uh-huh. I don't remember for sure, though, if Paris is the one that gets the credit for shooting Achilles. And I don't remember if it's on the night that the city falls or if it's before that um, Paris shoots Achilles through yeah. the heel with an arrow and Achilles is dead. The great hero of Greece mm-hmm. d- uh, dies by such a, uh, by such an, uh, by a such a it's small a, means. It's dumb. That's that's, that's another, the word. Dumb. Okay, you can use that. Just a small that, wound. And therein lies, that's another one of the things that makes this thing timeless. The idea mm. that even the great, big, bad superheroes can fall by such a simple or easy means. Something that we right. wouldn't see. Like, um, I would I would say we could compare it in a way to kind of like how we took down Al Capone. Mm-hmm. Al Capone was this big guy. How did we want to get him down? We wanted to get him for the murders, for the yeah. bloody, horrible, awful crimes he was committing. Right. But we just we couldn't do that because he was so awesome. He was so powerful. But we found a heel. Tax we evasion. We got him on tax evasion. <laughs> yep. So as long as you get him, that's all that matters. And, and one could argue that, yeah, it doesn't matter how you beat them so long as you do beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about it like um. Uh, so this kind of goes along with the Alexander story that we told earlier about the Gordian knot. Yeah. Doesn't matter how you do it, so long as you do it. He cheated. So some, people, some people are going to argue that he that's cheated. cheating, but other people are going to say, but he accomplished the thing. Al Capone could mm-hmm. whine all he wanted to from Alcatraz. They cheated. Well, they still got you. <laughs> it's not the same, but sure. I, I would say that uh, I would say that both President Biden and former President Trump today, both of them are in a, a little bit of hot water, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that both of their fan bases are saying the other side is cheating. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Maybe, but they're still gonna get you. But if they get you, that's all that matters in the end. Yeah. Okay, so I have some follow-up questions. Okay. First of all, was the real Achilles as hot as Brad Pitt? 
I doubt it. Oh, he wouldn't have been as tall. He probably wouldn't have been as tall. Uh, he wouldn't have had. Oh. He probably wouldn't have had blonde locks. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with swarthy men because he was probably a swarthy guy, being a Greek. That makes sense. But I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with swarthy guys. But I mean, like most, or at least, uh, I could be wrong. But to my knowledge, the standard American ideal mm-hmm. of the manly man is Fabio, big, muscular, bull yeah. guy with a gorgeous blonde hair. <laughs> so I, I doubt Achilles was blonde. Well, there's something to be said for tall, dark, and handsome as well. Okay, there you go. So, um, what was your, your question was just was he would he's a good? I love that you Brad took Pitt? this question so seriously. Okay. And I I don't know. Yeah, so it, he was likely not as tall. He likely had a different hair color. And some people are I don't know what his build would have been. Uh-huh. So I've seen some people that look fit, like they're still kind of skinny, but they've got some muscle. I, I would say mm-hmm. that Brad Pitt looks fit. He's okay. not he's not big like Dwayne Johnson is. Okay. But he looks fit enough that he could go do a yeah. couple of things. In my mind, a, a man like Brad Pitt looks mm-hmm. better than a man like Dwayne Johnson. For me personally, I just think like <laughs> big muscles and whatnot. I'm thinking like, okay, I don't doubt that you can kill me. And that I'm never going to be able to like out-compete you on anything. But that doesn't make you look handsome. That doesn't make you good looking in my world. But I remember, uh, I, I don't know if it was real or not. I remember watching a video where... Um, there was this one. There was this guy in the video, and he, oh man, he was bulked out. I swear, his arms were like <laughs> the size that you could put two bowling balls together, and you'd still need a rubber band to to be, or you'd still need a rope or something to be able to wrap it all the way around his arm. Uh, but somebody like put a like a sticker on the back of yeah. his shoulder or something, and because his yes. muscles were so yeah. big, he couldn't no flexibility. Reach it. He couldn't get back there to yeah. get it. Yeah. I would say that that is a heel for him. That guy punches you, you're probably going to go down and you ain't getting back up. But if you can get behind him or get on his back, <laughs> you could shake him a couple of 50,000 times. He's not going to be able to stop you. It's like Wesley and and Andre the Giant there you go. in yep. The Princess Bride. <laughs> excellent, excellent idea. Yes. All right. I love that you took that question so seriously. My next totally serious <laughs> question is... Yeah, right. If... <laughs> Now, there are wrong answers to this next question. Okay. Okay. If I was kidnapped by the king of another country, would you launch a thousand ships and have this giant war to come and take me back? I do not have the resources, so my answer is no. That's a terrible excuse. I would come with whatever volunteers I could get to come with me, but I do not have the power and the influence to write letters to various different kings of our country or let's say I do not have the power or the prestige to write to all the different governors of the United States or at least 10 different governors of the United States and say hey I need the whole of the National Guard I need the whole of the Coast Guard to come to bring my wife back with me and you know what's gonna happen even if I did have one of those contacts I'm gonna say hey dude my wife is being kidnapped can you help me they're gonna say all right well we'll send the diplomatic corps to try to negotiate for her but that's where it's gonna end we're not going to send in SEAL Team 6 or anything like that to go get your wife. I mean, what what important value does your wife have to our country's security? Sounds to me like you're making excuses, and I don't appreciate it. I'm making very good excuses, very legitimate excuses for why I cannot wage war with a foreign nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excuses, I, I, excuses. I, to, to the best of my knowledge, I, I don't know what the smallest country out there is, but I'm willing to bet that any country that has at least two people and a gun, prob- I'm outmatched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any country whose defense forces, whose population has yep. two people and a gun, then I'm already outmatched. 
You're not helping yourself. I'm not listening anymore, and I'm very offended. Okay, last question. I am sorry that I am not the brother <laughs> to the most powerful man in the world. You've got Wes on your side, my brother? That's got to count for something. Honey. I have a bunch of brothers. Honey, tell me, who is the most powerful person in Wes's household? Is it Wes? <laughs> it is his wife. Okay. That is that is a good point. But you would have her on your side, too. And she would launch the four <laughs> ships that she has at her disposal, I have no doubt. But that would still leave me with 9,996 to go. All right. That would be 10,000 ships, isn't it? I have no idea. Next question. Do you believe that the Trojan horse... Not the horse. Well, okay. Do you believe that the Trojan War and the horse, like, that's all a true story? I believe the Trojan War happened. Or rather, I am willing to bet that the Trojan War happened. Mm -hmm. So, to the best of my ability... To the best of my memory, we have still found no conclusive proof Mm -hmm. of any of this. I believe archaeologists have been looking for Troy for forever and a day, mm-hmm. and there have been more than a few claims that they have found it, but to the best of my recollection, none of these claims have as yet been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Right. Oh, yes, this is Troy. Because we haven't even found the site, and even if we did find the site, odds are we're never going to find any proof that the horse was real, mm. because it's doubtful that any part of the horse is going to still be at the site, or at well, least going to be identified wooden. at the site, particularly because, according to the story, the city was destroyed that night. So well, any ruins that we find are going to be completely in a mess. That means a couple of things. First off, that means that there's not going to be a lot left to, um, left behind for us to mm-hmm. find. Anything that we do find is probably going to be very easily misinterpreted as random junk or trash. Mm-hmm. Not, oh, this was definitely part of a wooden horse. Yeah. Like if it was stone or something, then maybe there'd be a better chance that, oh, this was something built on purpose. Mm-hmm. But being made of wood, there's no guarantee for that. And also, yeah. because this was when the city is destroyed probably weren't a lot of people that hung around to document what happened and how it fell on that last night. Someone had to, because we do have the story. We have the story, but to the best of our knowledge, Homer, if he didn't just make it all up off the top uh-huh. of his head, took accounts from the Greek victors, okay. not from any but not from any Trojan survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only Trojan survivors that we know of arguably didn't exist either. Right. Uh, are you familiar with the story of Aeneas? No. <laughs> All right. So if I remember correctly, this is something that we believe the Romans made up. So okay. even if Troy is real, this story probably isn't. Oh. But supposedly, uh, during the night that Troy fell, there was one man named Aeneas who mm-hmm. did lead several people from Troy out via a secret passage. And they were able to get away from the city mm-hmm. uh, while the Greeks were plundering it. And they were able to get away to safety and through course of fleeing on boats managed to end up in, oh, hmm, what was the city that the Romans would want them to end up in? It's a pretty big one. Starts with an R on the Tiber River. Oh, they went to Rome. And this is Rome's claim to Greek aristocracy, to being descendants or to be to having that yeah. lineage to the, the to the Greek tales to be able to yeah. say that oh this is part of our culture too because Aeneas yeah. and those people from Troy who were Greeks they also came here and settled with us that's very convenient for their purposes very, and, and and so yes uh, to the best of my knowledge that story is not in any of the original tales I don't mm. think it's in the Iliad if it is then Mr. Wrightson's going to be very mad with me. Mr. Wrightson was a very big fan of the Iliad, and he's going to be mad at me that I'm not remembering that correctly. 
So yes, I think that is something that the Romans add to the tale okay. later on, the story of Aeneas and coming to Rome. Because if I remember correctly, one of the accounts I read of Aeneas conflicts with the Romulus and Remus story uh, mm-hmm. from Rome. So I'm like, okay, well, they both can't be true, so what's going on here? True. Um, but uh, going back to Brad Pitt's movie, Aeneas mm-hmm. is in the movie. Oh, he is? One of the last scenes before the movie is over is... Um, uh, uh, Orlando Bloom, who yeah. plays Paris in the movie, gives his sword to this guy and says, "Hey, what's your name?" It's like, "My name is Aeneas." It's like, "Take oh. the sword, take our people, flee, find a new home for them." That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think Achilles was a real human? I am. I do not know if he was real or not. I'm, I, inclined, I'm asking sorry, if you think. I'm about to answer. I'm about to answer. <laughs> I'm inclined to believe that he was at least much like King Arthur, much like Gilgamesh, that he was at mm-hmm. least based off of a real person. Okay, that's fair. All right, anything else about why Achilles and learning about him is so important, even though he's probably a myth? Even myths are important to history. So the, think about every religion. One could argue, or, and I would say that a secular person would argue that every religion out there is a myth. Yeah. Okay? But you cannot deny that all of these myths, all of the major myths that are still practiced today uh-huh. have had massive influences on history, on culture, True. on how people live their lives, Aeneas and the Iliad is the same thing. Even though, like, I would, even though I would dare to say that, okay, most people today probably haven't read the Iliad. It's a shame. Most people today <laughs> probably don't want to take up a spear and shield and go around killing their enemies. We probably they seek, shouldn't. <laughs> they see, they seek different ways of yeah. being superstar. Oh, so we still want to be superstars. Yeah. They still want to be big time celebrities for various different reasons. They still mm-hmm. want to be better than all their competitors. They want to defeat their competitors in the public sphere so that mm-hmm. people can see how. How awesome they are and on often or uh, as is commonly enough of the occasion are brought down by small and simple means right. we talked about al capone we talked uh, i'm gonna pick on the uh, i remember triple h uh, was another famous wrestler i liked him more okay. than i liked the rock back in the day <laughs> i know that he got injured uh, in his uh, in his knee once uh, probably several times but at least one time i remember mm-hmm. he was out of action for a extended yeah. period of time because he really jacked up his knee and i think that happens to a lot of athletes well yeah especially and, if you're talking about uh, plenty of, politi- of large, powerful politicians have been brought down by simple scandals. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty of celebrities have been had their careers destroyed by simple means. Uh, Martha Stewart, she got busted for what was it? She was skimming off the top or something. It had I, something I don't remember to do what with it was. insider trading or something. <laughs> So well, so people still seek to be like very much what Achilles mm-hmm. was. They want to be champions, and they are. They want to be champions. We are afraid of death, mm-hmm. and we are often enough brought down by small and simple means. I love doing this podcast with you, mm-hmm. but it is entirely within the realm of possibility mm-hmm. that my boss, who we now know is one of our loyal listeners, is going to say, "Hey." You said this thing in one of your podcasts, you're fired. No, I think your boss is cool. I believe she's cool too, but it's, it might not be her decision. It might be her boss's 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 boss is going to say something. I don't know. I, right. I've tried to steer us away and, from controversial yes, topics. And, and I'm inclined to say we should just delete this whole thing. There's any mention of what we've just talked about. We'll stop there if you <laughs> liked what you heard. That seemed rather abrupt. abrupt you have another not. question or concern about uh, Achilles? No, I, I've i learned everything I need to know. All right, so then my final thing would be then to encourage yes. all people, read the Iliad and the Odyssey. They're good pieces of work. So you're saying that reading these most likely myths are more important than reading something that, that's true, like Sojourner Truth's speeches or writings. Okay, I'm glad that. to know where you are. I did you stand. not say that at all. I encourage people to read. <laughs> I encourage people to read. I will... 
as it will come up in conversation, I, yes, am more likely to encourage somebody to read the Iliad or the Odyssey than I am to encourage them to read Sojourner's Ain't I a Woman. But, but when I'm teaching my students, if I'm teaching them about Greco-Roman history, mm -hmm. I'm going to encourage them to read the Iliad and the Odyssey. And when mm -hmm. I'm teaching my students about the abolition era and if mm -hmm. Sojourner Truth does come up, then I do encourage my students, <laughs> if I don't supply them with a copy of it, to read Ain't I a Woman. It's a little bit harder with my current student block. They're not all that interested in women's history. Well, it's your job to turn them around. I teach it to them. <laughs> I can't make them like it. Well, maybe if you were a better teacher. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> that really hurts. Thank you for Remind listening. Remind me, honey, how are our children doing, by they're the way? Awesome. Uh, they're awesome. Yeah, because they're not having struggles in anything no. with math or with grammar. No. What was it that, uh, what was the pronoun usage the other day? I don't remember I think he this. said me instead of I in the wrong place. Yeah, you're being nitpicky. I am being nitpicky because <laughs> you're being mean. And I don't have better grounds to stand on because I'm not prepared. Wow. Wow. <laughs> If you liked what you heard, then please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a five-star review. If you want to send me a sympathy package because you realize that I'm in a poor relationship and I'm being abused Am mentally by my you, wife, really? then please uh, send that care package uh, via Gmail, Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at Married to History Pod. <laughs> also, please contact us if you have a silly question idea or if there's something from history that you would love to learn about. It'll be sure to tell us. If you mumble it, then I, they can't hear it. Just be sure to tell us if it's a serious or a silly question because we don't want to teach a genuine uh, quest for knowledge like it's a joke. Talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Because there is one film, there is one movie on there that I know I want to watch beyond all measure. What? Prey. Oh, the Predator thing? Yeah, the Predator prequel. The first one that I've heard of since the original that audiences and critics actually said, Hey, this one is actually good. All the others, oh yeah, there was a big hype and I was excited about them too. But they were letdowns mm -hmm. for the most part. I didn't, I, I didn't hate all of them as much as a lot of other people had hate for them. But, uh, but yeah, they weren't, they weren't epic. They weren't the thing that they were supposed to be. Right. But yes, this one supposedly was supposed is the masterpiece. All right, you ready? Yep. Oh, we've been recording all that time too, huh? I have. I just hope that we don't have, oh man, plug things. Have that microwave, microwave, <laughs> that microphone buzzing. Hmm. Hopefully we've taken care of that. Hopefully. Have you noticed it any with any of the recent episodes that you've made? Yes. But not as much. Okay. So, yeah, it seems so random. And we've been good about unplugging things lately, so... How convinced are we that it's not the microphone itself? That something's in there is causing it? It's very possible it's the microphone. It is a cheap mic. Mm -hmm.